Hey, welcome back to the Isaac Jernigan Podcast. Today I talked to Henry Smizek. He's a videographer based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Currently, he's really honing in on concert recaps as well as uh, music videos. He is so, so good with VFX. It just makes every video he makes like a little story. Definitely check out his videos. You'll know what I mean right away. This specific podcast was kind of trippy to record because uh, there was a storm going on outside while we were recording it. It was late at night. Um, Henry was on tour in this random town in Texas and we're just talking shop about life and video and business and it was really fun. You might notice every once in a while um, Henry cuts out a little bit. The audio levels were just a little too low but not really a big deal at all. It, it only affected about 5% of the podcast so let's get into it. Oh bro, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I haven't done my first time doing a podcast. Yeah. It's it's been fun, but it's 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 weird. You know, we talk every few weeks, just normal, normal. But once you throw it on a recording on a podcast setting, things get weird fast. But it's a good time. It is. I've only I have done like a little bit of. I did one interview. I was like two years ago, but it was like a podcast. It was with like um, a group of people. I was with two artists that I did music video. Gotcha. It was like a completely different vibe. Um, but this is really cool. Oh yeah, it's a good time, dude. What it? What, what have you been up to recently, man? Dude, I've been traveling a lot. Why is that? For work, uh, I've been touring, doing concert recaps. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I met you a few years back. Um, really before. You were doing music videos, but you weren't really in the recording concert scenes. Um. Yeah, I think I was just uh, getting started with music videos when I met you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was because we probably probably met 2020 sometime in there. And then uh, obviously we're in a few group chats and then just kind of kept in touch. And I'm sure that you living in Minneapolis and me living in Des Moines uh, helped that a little bit. And then eventually your dad had an art show and you're like, yo, pop out. So drove the hour into Des Moines and had a good time. It's. Social media is awesome, man. No, I was thinking about that earlier today. Um, and I mean, it was super exciting for me because there's not that many um, creators in Minnesota or even around. So with you, yeah, like what four hours away? Yeah, four quick four hour drive, for sure. Um, dude, what what got you? Uh, what got you going in video? What got you going on video? I mean. It was kind of a a long start because I didn't start with video. I got my first camera because I wanted to make vlogs. Okay. Um, I was really inspired by Casey Neistat. Oh, yeah. Six years ago. So back in ninth grade, every day after school, I'd watch his vlogs, and I finally saved up. And for my, I don't know, 14th or 15th birthday, I got a Canon 80D. It was like the same camera he had. I only ended up making one vlog. Because right after that, um, I was watching one of his videos, and he showed me this photographer, Peter McKinnon. And I fell in love with Peter McKinnon. I'm sure you know who he is. Yeah. And I watched all of his videos, and I got big into photography. And I probably did photography. I mean, I didn't really do it, do it professionally. And at that time, like, I knew I wanted to make um, photography or videography into a career. I just didn't know how. So I was really messing around 
um, with photography. And then after that, I found Sam Colder. I don't know if you Yeah, yeah, yeah. A crazy, crazy travel videographer. Um, he does really cool like transitions and and different stuff like that. And I got into his stuff, um, and that's really when I started learning video. And at that time I really couldn't travel a ton, so I was just kinda of making home videos and like whatever I could, you know, fun videos like that. Um and then I was doing that for a bit. And then after that, so I was learning like these transition stuff for these little travel videos I made. Um, and after that, I kind of found TikTok. That was back in 2020 now. It was right before the pandemic, um, like winter 2019. I made my first like transition video. It was really bad, dude. It was really bad, but um, then we went into like lockdown and stuff with with uh, COVID and right. everything. It's about a lot of time, and I just started making like fun TikTok videos. Um, and I started doing pretty well. I, I built a little following, had a couple of videos pop off, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't really seeing like I wasn't getting anything back from it, you know. I, yeah. I was building a following. Like I think one brand sent me some LED lights. So that was, that was kind of sick, but yeah, it wasn't making any money, you know? So I kind of, kind of gave up on that and I decided, okay, I'm going to pick one thing in video and just like really focus on that one lane. And that was music videos. So I started doing music videos like late 2020. Um, and then going into 2021, graduated in 2021. And I decided to take a gap year, so I was still doing music videos. And that whole summer, right after that, I just kind of went crazy with the music videos. I really started working to build my name up in the local scene um, with music and stuff. So I was working with like a lot of local artists, and just kind of started doing stuff from there, you know? Yeah, totally. So that ADD that you have on your shelf is your first camera. Yeah, I was gonna settle for like the T7i, but I was like, no, I gotta, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save up a little more, and then my parents helped me um, buy it for my birthday. And awesome. that was definitely probably the best purchase of my life, you know? Right. And life for sure. Right. Yeah. My first was the the 70D. So. Oh yeah. I mean, in my opinion, nothing beats the feel of those DSLR cameras. You're rocking with the you're rocking with the A1 right now. I'm rocking with the A7 III. And I'm like, I just want my 70D back in my hand. I wish it was good enough. But where did you? Oh yeah, where did you get your just desire to just go after? Like, I say weird things because I I grew up in a small town when there was only a few things to do. So like me pursuing stuff like that was was, was really weird. What? What got you into like even YouTube or anything like that? A good question. Just like watching those videos that inspired me. Yeah. And I guess I probably just stumbled upon them. I mean, my whole life I've always, you know, liked creating videos, whether it was on my iPhone or some like little little camera that was laying around. I feel yeah. like that's everybody's story, you know. But there's like right. this 
told me when I was two, I was holding like a VHS camera for right. around with the stuff. I've always, I've always loved gadgets and like knickknacks and yeah. like little, you know, whatever it is. Um, and like photography and videography really is that like you get to build rigs and trying to figure out like i have a bad addiction of buying gear man right <laughs> for sure i like i get the best camera this thing oh, it's shooting 8k and 50 megapixel stills i'm like oh what can i get next to add to my right you know? so i've always been that kind of a guy and then i saw you know other people doing it online and it inspired me to start trying it out myself you know right yeah my my in to all of this to where i am today started with watching my brother play call of duty on the xbox um he would he would do that and then he would i don't even know how he got into this of course i'm 60 years younger so i was just always looking up to him and then he started editing his trick shots which you've probably seen obviously face clans big for that or anything but well, weren't you doing a lot of tiktoks for like um technology stuff yeah, yeah. So in high school, I totally had a TikTok phase. Um, I started making TikTok videos for like Iowa-related stuff. So it's like, oh my gosh, cornfields, and then they'd get like a few thousand likes. So I'm like, oh, this is sick. I'm gonna keep doing this. Well, then I'm like, you know, deep down, I'm a nerd, just kind of like how you're talking about. You love gadgets, so I'm just like, I was learning how to not let other people influence me so i'm just like you know what i really like computer stuff i want to post about it so i posted a video called how to make your computer slash laptop look dope that's what i said at the beginning of it and then i talked about i, t I talked about how to get an analog clock on your home screen and then showed them how to install it got like a million views i'm like oh i'm gonna keep doing this so I had a 20-part series, um, grew up to 50,000 followers on TikTok, and then I even did a thing, which now that I learned about affiliate links, I totally regret not taking advantage of this, but I know, I, I made a thing where if you DM'd me on Instagram, I would DM you back a link to a private Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had 99 plus DMs waking up every day and I just go through and send them all a thing built up a discord of over a thousand people that just wanted to talk to me and I didn't do anything about it I just loved talking to people that's all I took advantage of it yeah yeah and you you grew up in in a suburb of Minneapolis so pretty pretty big and you even you have a few friends that are in your general area I got added to your group chat with with Cade and Vlad didn't even know Cade was from your high school um yeah. But there were definitely um, a good amount of like homies that, that uh, like doing video as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my hometown, not at all. Like I, I, I'm I'm one of one. Haha. -ha. But yeah, but it's good fun. Oh, uh, so, um. Jeff, I just talked to Jeff Baum, the kid from Tampa. I've been talking to you about that. I need to connect with Vlad. Um, his answer was the same thing. Sam Colder got him into it, and it's just it's just cool. I when you watch those videos, just the the feeling of inspiration you get from the very first one you watched. Him just talking about stuff deep in his heart, and then all these cool visuals where he's just like living in this 
tranquil life all blended together. It's like truly awe-inspiring, truly. Yeah, yeah. Holder, he is definitely a, a neat guy and inspire a lot of people to, you know, start doing, start doing this. I mean, for me, I, back to like when I was starting to do TikTok, like that's really where I started to try and experiment with doing the effects. Like I, I first got After Effects um, when I was doing all that stuff and yeah, I've um, been experimenting with that. Ooh. But yeah, I mean, inspiration can come from any. Totally, totally. Oh, uh, so that was your first dapple into v, uh, VFX, which I attribute a lot to you. I don't see too many VFX running around lately, but but uh, you're one of the people that utilizes it a lot in one of the best ways, in my opinion. Um, it's fun to see you watch. Um, what why do you like VFX so much? Why don't you just take stills? You know. Um. Well, I mean, my thing lately with the the concert recaps. It's been great because I've been able to travel and then also meet a lot of good people in the industry. You know, in these videos, they're really flashy and, and they're fun to watch and they, they grab people's attention. Um, and it doesn't take me super long to finish them. So I've just been pushing out this content and um, like, okay, the artist reposts it and then whoever's following them sees it. And I've just been able to, you know, kind of, bring in a lot of different eyes on my work through through that. Right. Yeah. It's just like a cool way to, you know, make make stuff look different and it and uh have it be fun. Like I kind of think my I uh what's the word? I try and make my videos like a roller coaster. Like fun to watch and lots of movement. Yeah. Like movement's super key as well, and I, I learned that from Sam Colder. Like the movement and flow of those videos is really different. Um, and I try and bring that into my recaps, you know, or like they bring you through different movements and and kind of going through the show, the VFX and whatever I'm doing kind of adds a fun, a fun twist to it. Yeah. Uh. Where where do you even get your ideas? Like, do they just come in your head and then you put them on paper, or do you go through ten ideas and one of them sticks? Or how does that work? Because because you you're bringing nothing and turning it into something. I mean, it's it's crazy. You'll see you'll see skylines floating and in, into the shot, and it's it's insane to watch. I mean, my process. Well, it's really different for recaps. It's pretty different than like a music video because a music video you'll you'll go ahead and plan out the whole video before you shoot it right recaps kind of the opposite i'll go out and film and then i'm there with a blank slate i have to like look at all the footage and try and figure out what i'm gonna do and the first thing i usually do is i build i start by building like an audio frame so I'll, i'll take like if it's a bigger recap i'll be using two to four songs within the 30 to 60 second time frame so i'll i'll go on the timeline and I will make, I'll I'll string together the songs and I'll like add transitions on like wherever I think it's gonna transition to the next song. And then from there, I'll start thinking of ideas and going through footage. Um, and sometimes I'll, I'll create a theme for the video. Like the last video I did for Logic, who I'm on tour with right now, I, was, I really stuck to a theme and that was like sci-fi and space. And that was the, 
the first time I really like stuck to a theme, like the whole video is pretty uh, heavily themed around that, especially because the the songs I use are from an album that he made that's also sci-fi themed. Okay. Kind of cool. What album? Uh, it's called The Incredible Truth Story. I also use AI in that video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First implementing that into my work too, which was kind of crazy. Yeah. Back to that. Yes, I mean, I really, this goes back to building the audio. I really just sit down and listen to the audio um, and then think about like the footage I have and just try and imagine it. Because, dude, your imagination is a lot more power. It's really powerful. It's more powerful than you actually think. So, like, in my head, I'll, I'll think of, like, okay, how how will these videos, like, flow together the best way and what can I do to make it do that? So, I'll, I'll try and, you know, I'll try and bring what I think and imagine onto the screen, you know. Right. I'll, I'll write it down, whether it's notes on my on my phone and then I also have a like a book that I I write down a bunch of notes to gotcha so just like I'm always thinking like of different ideas for effects or transitions and I'll just write it down and maybe I'll use it for this video or that video to like start piling ideas you know yeah uh, which I feel like some music artists do for like bars or like lyrics they'll think of something they'll pop in their head and they'll write it down and use it for another song you know so that's kind of how I am with my ideas for um, my VFX and my videos. Gotcha. That's awesome. So you just you carry around pen and paper, and that's how you that's how you just write it down most of the time, or just my phone and notes. You know, oh, right? Yeah. Book. You know, it's kind of cool to have all your yeah one. What? Um, yeah. I would say for me, back to that that question, like I think the music really helps me imagine and come up with ideas. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that that brings the emotion and like how you're feeling and also the pacing well like pacing pacing is a big key it uh concert recaps and as well as well as music videos you know like i have a pretty big music music background like i used to play drums a lot and i think that that's yeah i had a roommate walk in i'm all good yeah you had drums playing no no i i have a um a pretty pretty big music background so i've played drums my whole life and not as much anymore with work but i feel like kind of understanding and like timing and stuff right for for doing recaps and and music videos or anything that involves like chopping yeah yeah i know i noticed that too i did i did just percussion Uh, you got it crazy good you got you got the music room and you go off in your house but i just did basic yeah, I just did basic percussion in middle school and high school, and I just am surprised how much I utilize just counting day to day. I mean, just in the weirdest ways, and even with videos. So, no doubt in my mind that helps with uh, video recaps as well. And I can't act like I haven't done a few or whatever, but yeah, it's 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 crazy stuff. Um, some of the best moments, um, maybe ending a day or starting a day or just thinking is just me sitting on my pillow turning on the trippiest song ever and just seeing what comes to my mind i mean crazy stuff will come <laughs> i actually never yeah yeah well i'm sure you do do it subconsciously you're just sitting there listening you're gonna be kind of right here yeah it's like a little like creative brainstorm says with right right yeah yeah um 
one song that comes to my mind is Other Worlds by Bass Nectar. Um, you'll have to, yeah, jot that down. That's a brain trip waiting to happen for you. That's a, that's a good first one into it. Um, it's just any song which is a weird experience, um, you just start to hear, you know, your, your English teacher talks about it in elementary school. They're like, yeah, you got your beginning and then you got your rising action and you got your conclusion. And we use that in our pieces every day without even realizing it. it's like it just speaks and it's so fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to have like the, the hook in the beginning. Right, right. As well, I always try and make the intro of the video very catching. And I try right. like a cool title um, yeah. and sign or yeah, client. Yeah. Starting it out quick. That was kind of what I messed up on. Well, I didn't mess it up, but my last, the one I was telling you about the space theme recap, I didn't yeah. make it very like catchy. So I feel like it could have performed better. Yeah. It did. Uh, so that's kind of a big thing with these videos as well. Like kind of drop people in and then, so they don't miss what, what, um, they don't miss like what's coming next to what. Yeah. Um, is this, yeah. Is this tour you're on right now, is this your longest one so far that you've done? Yeah, probably by like half a week. Gotcha. Talk. Although the other one I did uh, last spring was like four weeks, and this is four and a half weeks. So. Hey, remind me who that was with. That was, uh, say that again, Modson. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, what is what does the workflow look like there? Are, are you are you expected to make a video per city, or do you just kind of blend a few cities together? Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I could do it per city, but they wouldn't be that crazy. No, no. We kind of played it by ear this tour. I mean, I talked to Logic's manager, and they said they really wanted to have like a bunch of quick videos out just to help you know push the shows and sell more tickets. Okay. So I. I did a couple of videos where I turned them around really fast and they weren't very crazy. You know, I, I finished editing them in like a day so they could put it out right away. Yeah. Uh, um, so the first couple I did, you know, nothing crazy. And then once we got out, I think I did three, three like simple videos and I edited them really fast. And I had time to work on a bigger video where I spent, I spent like six days on it. Yeah, was that the most recent? Shows, yeah, that was the the space thing one. But since then, I've done another smaller one and then another bigger one. Yeah, and and what I just wish that I could just teleport into everyone's brains is how long these dang videos take. <laughs> um, recording is only ten percent of the process, man. I mean. Yeah, you got to be good at recording and all and get the smooth motions. But man, it all comes down to like recording the clips, feeling good about it, sitting down with them after it happens, and then putting it together. And it takes days. I mean, your 60, 60 or so second recap, that took six days. I mean, nuts to me, dude. I don't have the grit for that. I mean, I, I really enjoy what I do, so I think that helps a little bit. But oh yeah, I still try and make it fun as well. Like whenever, I, whenever I'm doing, I'm jamming out to Tillings and listening to good music. Right. But yeah, the the big one I did it was 
it was really nonstop. Like I would edit all day, do a show, stay up really late. And then on the off days, I was, you know, working till like 5 a.m. and then sleeping for like three or four hours and then yeah. getting up and doing it again. But it turned out really nice and I was proud of it. Yeah. After that, I was like, okay, I'm not touching the computer for a little two days. Right. Right. Definitely fried. Yeah. I wanted to beat it out for them. Oh. So for this tour, yeah, about the workflow, it's kind of been in spontaneous. Um, sometimes it's nice to, you know, talk and clarify like the delight war wolves. But for me, it's been a little easier this tour because we actually have three people working on content. Like my job is to focus just on recaps. And then we have another guy on the tour filming and making like for short form reels, like moments and behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. Another offsite editor in LA doing the same thing. And so I just drop my footage and have a like pick out little reels and put like the text at the bottom. Gotcha. Fun moments. So that's taken a lot of stress off my shoulders, you know. Right. Tell right. But let's just focus on the recaps. Right. Because previously you were probably solo, I would assume. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so that is a little more stressful. For sure. Um, what gave you the confidence? that you could pursue what you enjoy like this might bring you back to high school like what what made you confident that you could pursue photography at the time and it would be all okay and you don't have to do all these things that people expect of you up to it um dude honestly like having the community and social media and like posting it and having all the homies hype yes yeah man going and then i mean really seeing the support from the local music community with my music videos and um, how they were reacting to it, you know, people really, really liked my stuff. So I got a lot of great feedback and that just kind of pushed me to keep trying harder. So I guess the main motivator would, would be other people borrowing and just their reactions to my work and, right. and using that for fuel. They're like, okay, I'm going to make something even better. Right. going to chop harder, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's like taking that motivation from all those. Yeah. Yeah. I've been even looking over my business and just, you know, there's, there's a few ways you can drive in more work. You can advertise more, you can blah, 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 blah. And then you can just do really, really, really good quality work. And that will get you places. And you're the best example of like, I'm going to deliver this but get reactions to it. And then I'm going to go even further than what I just did. And like, man, you haven't touched your website in years. I bet you don't send out anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you, you don't do any of that, which I'm inspired by. Cause it's just all, let me put everything through my work and it's going to deliver me. Um, I'd really try and, uh, let my stuff speak for itself, you know? Um, and yeah, like word of mouth and then just Instagram has been my main thing. Right. You know? Right. And keep, but I, I'm pretty much like, yo, Wix just charged me. I'm not even using that website. I can't sell my site subscription and domain because dang. Yeah. But no, just post on Instagram and then uh, word of mouth has really got me like my biggest jobs, you know? Yeah. And it all comes down to, you know, being a good person and like easy to work with and oh, yeah. And all that, you know, because, like, you do good work for someone and you're a good person, they're going to, you know, this guy. You know, word of mouth is, is crazy, especially in the video industry. Oh, yeah. 
with marketing too. Oh yes, a big figure. Right. Oh, what's your day look like? Waking up tomorrow. What's happening? What are you up to? Let's see. I'm in the middle of nowhere right now in Texas. We have two off days. We just finished like an eight show run. We had eight shows within the span of ten days. Um, and we finished going down the East Coast, and we've been in Texas. We had three shows in Texas. So now we're on our way up to Denver. Um, and since it's such a long drive, we can't let our drivers go over eight hours. Like legally, they have to rest. So we're stopped in the middle. Well, right at the top of Texas. So we have six hours to Denver. So we're just chilling. Um, tomorrow, yeah, the gym here is not good. Oh, no. So, yeah, that's that's definitely on off days. I definitely hit the gym. But, no, I'm probably going to wake up and just start editing because I got this. I'm doing, like, a a 3P recap, like, three three locations, um, like, all Texas shows. So I'm doing, like, a recap of what I'm actually stops. I'm going to start working on, on that tomorrow. I'll be all day. And then... Yeah, hit the gym, because we'll be in Denver. I hit the gym at the end of the day. Hopefully, it's a better gym than tonight. Yeah. Um, charge up my gear, and we got a show the day after that in Denver. And you're going to miss you're gonna miss Cade. She asked me uh, he asked me if I was in Ames. Uh, I just missed him. I had an event while he was driving through. He was a little later than expected. So I'll see him for the first time uh, when he's coming on his way back. I'll have time that day. Yeah, yeah. Yo, we should link up in Denver, and he's like, no. Yeah. Shout out Kate. Um, I met him. Met him in uh. In high school, yeah. Um, we were late, late middle school, but we were both getting the video around the same time, and he went heavy into the corporate world and and all that. And now he's doing a ton of marketing stuff. Right. Is he is he solo? Uh, he's solo. Yeah. That's it. Now. Yeah, yeah, and living off of it. Yep, he's doing pretty well for himself. Good. Yeah, he's, he's a super smart guy. Like, gotcha. he, he's the guy that, um, like, comes up with 50, 50 business ideas a day, like all kinds of crazy crazy ideas. So whenever we hang out, we're coming up with some plots and stuff. Right. I've been thinking about um, starting my own course here. It just seems like such a daunting task. That, well, we've been talking a lot about that lately. Yeah. What a cool. Yeah. Um, my brother and I have been talking about that too. Uh, he made the point of like jobs aren't holding people up. Like here in the next few years, there's going to be a lot of side gig gigs starting up. So it's like, instead of like starting a side gig, how can we equip people with side gigs? And that's by like serving them courses and stuff. I don't know who told me this, but it's like they they related it to like that's how people made money on the gold rush they didn't mine for gold they just sold people the pickaxes to mine for the gold if you hear that because i swear i heard that <laughs> dude i didn't tell you that i just heard that maybe you told me that i don't know no no no, no. I, yeah yeah i talked to uh giles um uh he's a he's an online friend that i'm doing work for here recently and he just told me that yesterday but yeah it's it's a real thing. We're reliving it. But it's digital age, too. Um, that's for sure. I mean, now with AI, like, what's going to come of it? All that stuff now, you know? 
Right. How are people going to do this? That that concept with AI. We have AI. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, anything involving text, I'm throwing it through AI. So it's like already has a very active approach in my life. Um, seeing you utilize AI for the first time and it really enhancing your video, in my opinion. I mean, like, I'm like, oh, shoot, it's making its way into creative media. This is kind of sick. I mean, it's here. Uh, was it? I'm trying to, uh, I'm excited because I had no idea how to do it. My homie Fabe, the other videographer on the tour, he, he helped me and he, I just sent him like the, the footage and he ran it through. I think it's right. called Kai. Yeah. Like you, you, you put in the keywords and it'll generate an image off those. And then you'll let it use that image to animate over the rest of the frames. Right. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I looked into it. It's really, you get like a seven day free trial. And then it's like, I think I saw the cheapest plan was like five bucks a month. So it's like, right. For that, it's called uh, Stable Diffusion. It's like a little harder to learn. It's through like scripts in Google Docs or something. Yeah. I don't know how it works. It's a lot harder. But yeah, there's all kinds of ways to do it. Right. Um, And you gotta, and there's still a lot of like, you got to know how to use it for it to look good. You can't just be throwing that in randomly or whatever. So um, people are scared about it and all. It's just like, oh, that's that's just how life goes. I don't know. You can't be worried about it. You just got to be like learning how to adapt to it. I don't know. Um, I'm definitely a little bit afraid of AI, but I mean, it's just like when, I don't know, the com- like regular computers came out and, and the iPhone and all that stuff, like people, well, what what what's gonna happen after this? And now we're here, and we got what the the Apple Vision Vision Pro. We're called like that's on yeah. the OS too. No, so it's, yeah. it's just crazy to see what's gonna come up. I mean, the thing with yeah. AI, what I've heard is just you got to use it as a crutch and keep up with it, and you should be fine for now. Yeah, uh, I don't know why this dream keeps coming back to me, but I had. I'd probably told you this because I had a dream that there was uh oh what's that dude's name? Um, I don't know the rapper's name off the top of my head. Nle Choppa. There was an Nle Choppa lyrical lemonade music video playing, and like at the beginning it was like Cole Bennett. It was just like. This thing's going to trip you out. And then, like, I remember the phone, like, blended into my vision, and it became a 3D music video. It was the most trippy experience ever. And I'm like, whoa, this was my dream, dude. And I'm like, we're headed this direction, man. We're about to have this as, like, music videos, dude. (laughs) Right, yeah. We're about to be thrown on the Vision Pros to enjoy some SmizeTube content. I didn't know about the Vision Pros. Like, I saw, like, an ad for it in the... It was, like, the camera can take 3D photos of, like, your... Or whatever you're looking at. And I saw in the video, the guy was taking a picture through, like, the goggles of his kids playing. He's like... And then I said, like, you can look back and enjoy these moments again. But then in my head, I'm like, girl, you're not even enjoying them in real life. So, like... Right. Right. Like, point then. So yeah. that's the like scary part, you know. You'll just be stuck inside the goggle with it. Right. She seeks in replay. Right. right. So that's the yeah. thing about I'm like, let's 
It's like some Black Mirror episode. Uh, yeah. Seen that on Netflix. Yeah, I sure dang, I sure dang hope that's not what their plan is. I mean, uh, like I heard, I heard some nice talks about like maybe the utility of it or whatever, and I'm like, okay, I guess, but like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be at least like eighty percent life in there, like eighty percent let my eyes see things, twenty percent maybe to hop into a meeting or something with people across the globe, sure. Yeah, I'll throw on the goggles, and that makes sense. But like, dang, bro, like let's not let's not look at everything through goggles. No thanks. I got enough weight on my shoulders. For sure. Well, I mean, any any movie that's like that, it always comes out bad, you know. So hopefully, <laughs> yeah. good. Right. Like if they were the form factor of our glasses, that would be so sick. Yeah. Like that was capability. Yeah. So just. But yeah, that, that'll first be technology in the next five years. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm just scared to see what cameras will be doing in five years. Mm-hmm. You know, like what's what what other specs can you guys add? Right. They they're just upgrading every every year. Like my homie Fabe, the other videographer on this tour, he's using. Are you familiar with Frame.io? Uh, heard of it. Yeah. Well, like I just use it to upload projects for clients to see, but they added this new feature where through like an Atomos monitor, you can have a hotspot in your backpack and with the Atomos plugged in with HDMI, it will upload your footage to proxies to the cloud as you're filming. So an offsite editor can get to work while you're filming. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's, that's a, that's, that's a newer thing. Yeah. It just came out. Um, so it will upload for you while you're filming and as gotcha. you get told kind of right away. So it technology like that's really cool. Um, and I'm excited to see how that implements into the industry even more. Say his name's Fabio. Uh, Fabian. Fabian. Gotcha. Dang. He's got all the, the innovativeness to him. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm like, Always checking the AI news to see what's next. I mean, that's how you how you gotta be. You gotta stay up on the trends and right. And... Was was this trip around the first time you met him? Yeah. Yep. Well, I met him because, um, yeah, he was the other videographer, and um, we worked together really well. On um, been it's been really really fun working with Samron. We get along, so it's been good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, what do you, what do you say to people that want to start looking into doing crap like this? See, I was preparing myself for questions like this, and then you finally asked one. But I didn't like prepare myself because I, I don't know, like for me, are are you asking like any? any type of video or creative lane or it's just kind of like concert recaps and, and stuff from the music industry more let's start as general as possible so let's just say like photo video anything like you yeah your gig yeah i wouldn't i would really say i mean the the big niche and people always thought oh well full slide right I mean, I'd say 
getting into to like weddings and stuff is pretty unique around for like starting out um but there's so many there's so many lanes and in, in video and photo you can take right. i feel like you should just start experimenting and see what you like the most and then whatever that is what i did was music videos you know so like figure out what your your first passion is about like just maybe go and find a friend um that does that thing and you can like second shoot you can do the second angle like you can go film a wedding and get the second angle for him it's super easy you don't have to like do anything you just follow him around or him or her around and and get shots for the wedding or it could be for a music video you could do the same thing or just be like an assistant for that person um so just kind of shadow a job and see how you like it and then if we find something you do like you can uh we can do a video for free for like an artist like for me you find an artist that you like and you offer them a free music video i mean they do that and you knock it out of the park you take that opportunity you knock it out of the park um and you use that as a portfolio piece and that's that's really important like not to not be afraid to do a little work for free to really get some good good content to put in your portfolio and then you can start marketing that to to people you know right good work speaks yeah that's that's pretty much what i would say you know um for starting out just kind of find what you like and then dive into it i feel like a lot of videographers and photographers more so videographers because there's a lot of like avenues you could take they get caught up in trying to figure out or not even figure out they get caught up in doing so many different types of video okay okay i'm doing sports i'm doing real estate i'm doing weddings i'm doing i don't know like all these different things and you're not progressing really much in any because you're you're trying to do so many different things so my biggest piece of advice is just to really horn horn in and attack one lane and that was for me music ready to see just right. get really good at that one thing and then once you find success in that you can start branching out um but that's that's my big piece of place advice for starting out you know right i mean you're not even you mean you have branched out you're not really doing you know music videos you're doing like i've gotten comfortable in the music video space uh i've been working with local artists for a while they're feeling good about it i've got some opportunities and now you're shooting concerts where like you said it's the exact opposite workflow same sort of deal same same crowd hype and same people wrapping it up but uh it's fun it's fun to be able to branch out once you got some things going but if you don't if you don't dive in really hard and love it and be confident behind it it's hard it's hard it's just hard you have to have passion i'm your that's another big thing um don't do it for the money right yeah money will come yeah. for the passion otherwise they're gonna burn out really fast i found that out the hard way probably 2022 the beginning of 2022 after like my first year of being a freelancer and taking a gap year um like i was doing all these videos i was like okay i'm just gonna do as many as i can i'm gonna try and make a bunch of money i ended up burning out really fast so it wasn't creativity um so doing it for the passion and, and having fun with it is more important as well well yeah well what i get from that is you're in your gap year and i bet you're trying to prove something to someone you know 
I don't know if there was any of that, but I'm sure I would do that. Um, if I'm, if, yeah, you go ahead. Athletics, born it. It definitely was like a, a look fades for sure. To, you know, trying to figure myself out. So, like, there definitely was a little bit of Batman team. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I've noticed is, uh, <laughs> here's my little background of where I'd say I really started to dive off and just start whatever just start living for me was I got my first a minus when I was 16 and yeah crazy <laughs> um and it like you almost three days and then you got your your a minus like no no I wasn't I wasn't oh no it was freeing to me it was like all right I I went out of line of like what is society suspects of me. Um, My mom asked me if I put the pressure on her. I'm like, no, 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 it's just a societal thing. It's like, you know, you got this expectation, be in line, keep going. Well, this first A minus like really put me and got me to the point where I said like, I'm gonna stop living for society and start going for me. Um, So my, my first thing was starting what is now known as forward motive. Um, I started, I started selling clothes, had fun. I was really nerve wracking. I wanted to sell a lot of clothes because I wanted to be that kid that like did some weird and crazy. And then, well, that's not how it goes. You're not going to sell a lot right away. Um, so hopped off the deep end, uh, got a camera to start doing those clothes and then got into all that stuff. That was a whole other thing. Me, me starting to take photos was kind of weird for the people, you know, looking at me or whatever. And I wanted to prove them right, but I'm not going to. That's that's not how that works. And eventually, just over time, you keep stepping out of bounds, and you keep, you know, you're so into it to the point where none of that matters anymore. You're just doing it. Uh, I started this pod. I started this podcast, and I. It was weird because I had zero feeling of that at all. I've done so many of these weird things like this, just hopping off and trying something new. Uh, you just lose touch with whatever expectations anyone has of you or anything. Um, and it's it's the most freeing thing in the world, just being able to step around and do what's you. So the start of this felt pretty natural, pretty good. Yes, and and it was it was so natural that it felt unnatural in the in the good in a good way just want to tell people how this landscape is right now um i'm a i'm a okay i i have i'm very confident in myself or whatever but from the outside i'm an irrelevant name and i'm making decent content multiple times a day and posting it um it's been a little over a month and uh, across all the short form platforms, I mean, I'm up to 77,000 impressions. I mean, that just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up to 77,000. I mean, just literally post daily decent stuff about things you're passionate about and people are going to see it. Um, or on the opposite spectrum, give it all you got and post once a month and make it dope like Henry and the people are going to see it and people will love it. Yeah, yeah. There's people out there for us. Oh, yeah. There, there definitely is, dude. I, I'm not sure you realize that you can do 
so much more content, especially like TikTok, because it can really, if you use it right, like the way you're using it, will really transform the light. Yeah. You, where for artists, you know, I've seen it myself, where they're just consistent, they're personally read good content, and then one will hit, and it will really help build their career, whatever it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, never really been around the artist space at all, but uh, recently I've uh, uh, my friend Liam Lithenames moved to Michigan, but he's on that. Uh, he's he's trying to be a music artist. Is a music artist. Is doing it very well. Um, and uh, literally just post good content. It's it's. It's awesome. You just post and you do your music, and people want to support you. I think it's awesome. Suits are sick. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people are really trying to dive into music these days, especially because it's so it's so easy to get into it. Like right in a computer and a microphone. Right. You can get software like for free. Yeah. You can put it out there to anyone to hear. Bro, and you barely need a microphone nowadays. I'm gonna about I'm gonna about to make our laptop mic sound high quality through Adobe. I mean, you barely need that anymore. To make a sound, you just type it in. You don't need to even sync or rap. Right, right. That's incredible. Now it it is crazy. It is crazy. Um, what are your plans moving forward with this podcast? Um, the the interviews. Yeah. Well, my my thing is, uh, there's no there's no bad way this can end. Um, if all of these get zero views, I had an excuse to get on with a fun person and have a good talk, and that's that's good in its whole. Did you see that? Hollywood. <laughs> Someone died out there. <laughs> Holy, that is insane. Dude, I told you we were about to get hit. <laughs> wow, that is crazy. Kind of want to run outside right now. Oh, what were we on about? Oh, podcasting? Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. You're, you're telling me how we're just happy to have good conversations with good people. Yes, so, yep, that's that's cool. Um, maybe I get one new viewer a week after a hundred weeks. That's a hundred podcast viewers. And you know, it's just, Oh, with a hundred episodes. Right. 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 Yeah. All the statistics say, no, this many percent don't even make it past five episodes. This many percent don't even make it past 20. Uh, but so you're, you're my fifth. No, 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 no. You're my sixth. I've posted, I've posted four. I have Giles coming out. That's my fifth. You'll be my sixth, and then I'll be talking to uh, my seventh here on Monday. Which all people that I've met online, and just it's it's dope being able to say that, and just and all people I feel really close to as well. Um, it's been fun. So just. Branding it under myself as Isaac Jarnigan so I can talk with whoever the heck I want about whatever the heck we want to talk about and trying my hardest to make it conversationally. But also, I want to teach people that are listening about 
cool things. Like I know you got all the knowledge to give or whatever. So yeah, I just I just want to be putting one out weekly and then posting clips daily and just seeing where it goes. Um, yeah, I think it's special that you're not keeping it to like a small niche. Like you can you can interview anyone. Right. And now, I mean, most people you've interviewed now have kind of been in the video photographer world, right? Right. Um, so that's, that's super sweet. I'm excited to see how you do that. Excited to see you do like an in-person, in-person episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. Um, it's, it's valuable to, to, to not feel like it has to be in person either. Uh, you know, um, I don't see very many bedroom podcasts out there, so I'm excited to like maybe be kind of the leading factor behind like making them bigger. Um, I don't know, fun stuff like that. Um, but yeah, in person would be fun. I kind of want to get my dad on here. Uh, he just he I like his perspective right now where he's at. He just. Um, got finished with his countertop job that he's had for the last 30 years. That is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the uh, podcast will mute it out, but that is crazy loud. Yeah. But he's he's right now trying to live out how we're living, just doing, making something out of nothing, you know? We're just, we're just doing our thing in these days, and it's making it work, and he's trying to do the same, so. It's just a a fun, big, open-ended project that I get to do along the side of what else I'm focused on. Uh, talked about with Jeff that having a personal brand never hurts you. Um, you know, it does it. I mean, everything that you've done before and what up has been super cool as well. I hope that you continue to, to put out stuff, especially your photo books. You know, I have yeah. three or three. I made two. I, I have I have a third one in my drafts, um, but have, yes, you do. Two of two. Stuff's like that's good for the soul. I mean, it's fun putting out those pieces and having. I mean, one of my favorite sweatshirts is a sweatshirt I made when I was sixteen with the Des Moines skyline on it. Um, it's fun taking photos like that i mean that's a memory right there me and henry were chilling with a bunch of photographer friends in minneapolis and it's just it's it's good doing stuff like that it was so good one that one side chat got though that was oh yeah i mean perfectly encapsulates the day i need to i need to message him to get the the full the full uh quality of that because that was beautiful. Um, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. No, it is. It is. I've been finding that, like, especially after turning 20, it makes me think about, like, how much time we have and how much time we don't have. Like, it makes me think about how we really have to think about how we spend our time. You know, we don't have a but Right. It's got really deep. Sorry. No, no. Well, I, I think the important thing too is, and what uh, I'd say two or three times a week, I'll turn on the Gary V audio experience, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, and his thing is like, you're 40, you're young. You have so much time also to like, 
yeah, no kidding. You know, stuff like that. I think it's important to be like, we don't have a lot of time, but also you have just as much time as you need to get started on that thing that's nagging at your head. Um, it feels good to hear that. Um, Brown. What's next for you? Next for me? Go ahead. Well, got two weeks left of this tour. We're currently heading up to the West Coast and we'll go back down. Uh, I'll finish that up and then I have a little bit of off time and then I'm hopping on on this other tour in July. Or pretty exciting in the Corday and NF. Or do a video for Corday. So that'd be pretty sick. Um, gotcha. Yeah. I'm curious to see how that goes. Kind of back to back tours are my Yeah. Right. Yeah. I do well about par. I think I'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After that though, I'm not really sure. I like to try and keep things open. I'm not a big, you know, plan out into the future guy because I, I don't want to schedule something where another opportunity opportunity can be because you never know what's going to come up like a month from now. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. Wrong. I always try to be open to new opportunities and take every chance I can get on something because you never know where that's going to going to take you. That's also right. another like big piece of advice I could give like someone just starting like take take all opportunities unless it's like something you you have like a gut feeling like oh that probably won't will be a good idea or those are kind of bad people but yeah it's really about you know taking chances and see where or something will take you yeah um and I, no I'm here I'm here I can't video feed that's all right. It's still, it'll still be recording. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I could say this for you, but your biggest opportunities have probably just come from getting a random DM uh, and running into people you shouldn't have run into while you're at a show and making the most out of it. Um, so truly, you really speak behind... Uh, making the most and not knowing what's going to happen, but being ready for it. That is for sure. I mean, I wouldn't be doing this tour with Logic if it wasn't for this local artist I I met at a show a couple of years ago. His name is Jay Plaza. Yeah. Um, and I, I like looked him up because I was getting into the music videos. I was like, okay, who's, who's like the bigger artist in, in Minnesota? And Jay Plaza was one of them, and he helped. He was performing on a show, so I went to that show and I connected with him. We like filmed a music video the next day. Ever since, we've been doing work together, and he's yeah, really great. Yeah, he was friend with one of the openers for Logic Tour last year, and he connected me with him. So that's word of mouth, you know, stuff like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hustling, being a good person, yeah, and those connections is is really important. Like I I said earlier, yeah. wow, yeah, man. Yeah. And 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 those those OGs like Jay Plaza, like you're gonna treat him well. Just you know, like you know, it's it's just it's fun to have those people that you just both have full confidence in each other and it's just I mean, 
even when I was up there, you were excited to to get going filming. I don't remember why I wasn't able to make it out to that shoot, but maybe I wanted to spend some time with someone there. But help out. Yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna be there for the Tesla shoot, the winter Tesla one. Um, cause you know I'm always there. I'm always there when it's negative thirty out. I'm not there when it's nice out. <laughs> But no, that's awesome. Yeah, you truly, you started in the scene and you took opportunities. Um, same with me, same with me, same little thing. Started taking like family photo, whatever, whatever the heck, one-time gigs or whatever, turned into reoccurring gigs and then turned into like reoccurring social media gigs. Yours went from TikToks to 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 photo a little bit, to music videos, to, oh, shoot, we're at concert recaps now for, for, oh, yeah, that's so fun. No, I'm excited to see where this journey takes me next. I mean, my, my kind of long-term plan, plan for now is to, to, sorry, keep doing these recaps for a bit, but then slowly transition back to music videos when I've kind of built this bigger bigger network with connections and and um, Google the music industry that are working with bigger artists so I can start doing music videos at a bigger right. scale because I was really stuck in like the local fame um, but I definitely want to start working some bigger things yeah but that would be bigger music for the stuff yeah are you are you are you in a bubble when you're going to new shows? Or are you meeting people in every new city? Um, in terms of like making connections, not so much, but I'm definitely like bumping into other photographers at the shows that, you know, they'll get like a, a media pass to come, come shoot the show and I'll, I'll meet some people that way. Yeah. But other than that, no, it's just kind of like the crew it's been super cool this tour because my last tour was just one bus and now it's three buses there's like 25 people in the crew we have two semis like it's it's a bit bigger of a production but nothing crazy like okay taylor swift has like 70 trailers for her her shows you know so the scale of things can really range but our our crew has been super nice and i really enjoyed working with probably when so call yeah I mean, by the end of it, it's going to be like, yo, like, we're like 25, 50% family now. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're good people. Good. Like, Logic's management, um, they're, they actually used to be his, his, um, videographers and photographers for his shows. And they, they were with him for like seven or eight years doing that as he grew as an artist and they just became his management. And I'm really trying to do that with, like a couple of artists I know, not not really like become their management, but just kind of like stick around with them while yeah. while they grow as an artist. So I'm like around, you know, photographing a video, not videographer, and capturing their journey with video um, as they grow as an artist. You know, because for me it's super cool. Bigger artists, it feels like I'm stepping into the career. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just kind of like hopping in. They've been doing right. music and they've been a successful artist for a long time now. And it's super cool doing that. I get to experience that and work with them. But I feel like 
starting with like a smaller artist, someone who's like just starting out and helping them build like their fan base and build who they are as an artist is really special. So I'm trying to do that. Right. Yeah. Writing, writing off hype, I mean, will never fulfill. And I see people trying to do that every day. Um, it's about just finding your people and being there for them. Um, I don't know. I feel like the people I'm about to say have been there from the beginning, but like Post Malone and his photographer, Adam DeGrasse, like I just think of those guys like he's DeGrasse. Gotcha. Damn. But sorry, go back to what you're saying. Uh, that's just a duo I think of. And then, you know, probably my top favorite duo would be Bieber and Rory Kramer. Um, it's just like those type of relationships is just like, oh, those got to be fulfilling and nice. I mean, or, or like uh, Cole Bennett and Juice World. Cause oh, yeah. First video. Yeah. Juice World. Uh, he had nothing. He had no fans. And right. The first years they did, I think it was, what was it? I think it was Lucid Dreams. That was like the first one they did that popped off. You know? Right. Yeah. And they, they did videos all the way up until those years were um, past. Yeah. He, it was just, yeah. Dang, bro. It's, it's coming crazy. Yeah. 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 This is, this is the craziest storm. I think, I think the world's just hyped. I don't know. Facts, yeah, it's it's thunder, baby. But yeah, no, deals like that are awesome. I love it. But yeah, I'm really trying to do that with. Uh, I'm gonna shout him out, but he's my homie. His name's Jack Silvis. I uh, I met him in middle school, and dude, he's he's one of the most talented musicians I know. He doesn't have anything out right now. He's yeah, he's like a perfectionist. And yeah. the thing is, he's he has a really hard time putting out music yeah but he's gonna be putting out some stuff soon we've, we've actually filmed a couple of music videos um yeah i've finished them but they've never came out because he's like okay this song is not perfect yet and at by that time it's like he's already working on new stuff yeah but i'm excited to to do stuff with him once he's ready yeah i, I really believe in him yeah you know that was it's fun to have that with people Anyways, man, it's been a freaking hour and ten minutes. I keep saying, oh, "Keep talking, man." <laughs> I got, I can't personally, but man, this. Would you? Yeah, yeah, I got a shelter. We got don't have the basement here, but we could try. But every every pot I record, it gets longer than the last. I just I get sucked in. It's been all fun, but dude, I appreciate you hopping on. Uh, me especially for doing my first like podcast um i have yeah. a pod dude i really appreciate yeah you yeah i'll make some good clips for you and we can uh reminisce you're in this you're in the middle of ye texas recording a little pod you'll be able to look back at um every every monday morning i'll listen to my pod as this, I've never heard it before, and it's like it just puts like a smile on your face. I I wonder if you'll get that, but it's it's fun. No, I didn't say anything weird or mess up. Nah, no, we're all good. Well, I had a ton of fun, but I once again I really appreciate you having me out.
I'm excited yeah. to see what you do next. And I think this podcast is going to be, it already is, but it's going to become something really special. So you appreciate that. Yeah, man, it'll be good. Uh, power through these next two weeks. We'll talk before it ends, whatever. Um, we'll hit a trip here at the end of the summer. I mean, so much fun to look forward to. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're definitely going to have to wrap up. Yeah, I'm going to pause this thing, then I can tell you goodbye. Because <laughs> saying goodbye on here is all weird, but have a good one, guys. <laughs> Thank you.